0: Hey friends, it's your host, Steph Connell, lifelong goal-getter, betterment seeker, and both a student and master of making mindset matter. Through my 10 years of experience in coaching and leadership, I've seen passion and purpose diminish to form life's cookie-cutter mold. And due to that, you see the train of unhappiness get more and more bogged down. My mission in life is to get a rise out of you. Together, we are building a community of women who can not only voice their vision, But bring that to fruition. You are daring. You are valued. You are needed. And you are ever-growing, my friend. The world needs our courage. And we are bringing it on strong. So without further ado, let's get to it. It's time to be bold. I promise, I'm not a bad person. I was just hurt. Let me go back to as when I was a little girl. I felt so limitless. I had wings that I swear even though no one could see them, I could feel them. The world was miraculous. It was full of wonder and potential. And nothing shy of great things would come from me being here on Earth. It was my true self. Me being a child. But... I would never go back. I was manipulated and constructed for 18 years from other people's pain and brokenness. I was disciplined out of hate, and I was controlled out of fear. My childhood was anything but pleasant. I was molded and bent, but let it be known, I was never broken. Men always had the upper hand. At first, I didn't see this so clearly being raised in a male-dominant upbringing. And basically, I was thinking I was one of them. Kids know the difference between male and female. The only difference is it doesn't really matter to them. Fun is fun. Work is work. Communication is communication. And dreams are dreamt. But slowly as I got older, small acts made it very clear I wasn't one of them. It started with me not understanding why my grandmother was the only one who made the meals, but it became even more clear as I became of age, I personally became the target. No longer were dreams passed off for a childhood fantasy. They started to become illusions that had to be brought to a reality check. I was encouraged to remember my place in life. Comments like, only one in a million make it drilled into my head that special ones are out there, but it certainly wasn't me. Comments like, well, that's not really for women, snapped me into a reality check that men saw the difference, not me. I was teased for being strong and slammed when I was weak. More was always expected and too much was to be kept a secret. I still remember the moment I was so excited to embark on my dreams and journey off to college. That was so exciting to me. But my grandfather shamed me for taking a step into my future and out of my father's. I was responsible for him. There was a sense of real dominance and ownership with the guidance in my upbringing. It often left me striving to be seen somehow, whether it was high grades or being a champion in sports or awarded the top of my program to feel approval and acceptance from those that never gave it. I simply wanted to be loved and these were the moments I forged my very first set of bricks. Hey, I'm squeezing into this episode for a quick second to do my due diligence and just be your friendly reminder of what's around the corner. Who am I kidding? You're probably already set for the holidays, right? Forgetful? Please, that would never be you. But speaking of forgetful, I want to let you in on a little secret about the guys out there. They love to look good, but they are not always a fan of shopping and can often, not always, but often lack the confidence to go perusing through the product aisle. Beyond his secret shopper syndrome, have you ever caught him talking about razor burn, breakouts, and maybe his neck being the most sensitive part when it comes to shaving? Well, as a friend... For a very brief moment, I am giving you complete access to my very own personal shopping cart where I have implemented my favorite and most gentle, effective grooming products for the man in my life. The cool part is, as my personal friend, you have the ability to use this shopping cart and I've got you 20% off. There's no special code or anything required. You just got it, girl. It's right here in the link in the show notes. Go grab it and you will definitely be number one on Santa's list this year. Pause, take a second, go to the link and just grab it for him. Okay, you got it? All right, let's get back to the show. By the time I built up the courage to pursue my dreams and leave my family six hours behind, I had built the biggest badass wall anyone could ever lay eyes on. I found this amazing man that was the complete opposite of what I knew men to be. He was loving, he was understanding, he was helpful. He listened and he laughed, and he supported. He was in it with me, not for me. After three years of dating through what seemed the most challenging time to go through together, with uh, you know a new environment and school and no money or even family. I mean, if we could make it joyfully through this, we were true partners in the making. And we were engaged the year I was finishing school. I had so much excitement. And we wanted to simply enjoy our engagement without the stress of jumping into a wedding. I had some job searching to do in my field. And I was ecstatic. I was, you know, given a job offer three months post-graduation becoming a fashion designer was that one in a million I was told I was never going to have the opportunity to do when I grew up and now I have that opportunity sitting on the other side of the phone just waiting for me not an alternative consideration crossed my mind I jumped on the opportunity without a shadow of a doubt. Remember that small child who believed opportunities came from all areas and she had wings that no one could see, but she felt them on her back? She never really goes away. As much as we may be adults physically, we all keep that child deep within us. And that child speaks our truth and our desires. And here's how my walls manifested itself years later. When this glorious opportunity came about, it came about with a small inconvenience. At that time in our lives, we were living two and a half hours away from where this job offer was. My yet-to-be husband had established a very strong build in his career with the government of over three years now. And now I'm left with a decision that many women face time after time and have done it so long ago in the past. Career? Or man. Hmm. Well, without a second guess, when the time came to share the opportunity that came my way, I was already ready to drop the bomb that could have shattered us forever if he wasn't the man he was. I stated that I will be taking the opportunity and doing what I love, even if it means leaving him. I brought to plain light that I, in no manner, was giving up who I am and what I love for a man. You see, walls create loneliness. They push everyone away, including the ones that love us. They leave us on the other side with no one in sight. And by nature, we require connection, love, and feeling to be needed. When we build walls, we hide. A wall keeps us in and everyone else out. Our freedom lies in boundaries. By breaking down the walls and building up boundaries, we allow people in. And we allow ourselves to love, interact, and believe what we need to be known and what needs to be complied with. Boundaries are love walls are hurt. With walls, those who hurt us still have the ability to bang on them, while creating boundaries are a big arched banner that notifies the world to know how to comply before they enter. Boundaries communicate and protect, while walls bar and neglect. I see more women build walls than they do boundaries. No wonder we struggle with self-worth and self-love. Okay, so come to the other side with me for a brief moment. Today I had the pleasure of seeing clear walls built through a friend's post on social media. It shared the pain and the hurt of people's perception of her that she felt was very skewed. And she released the anger of a scenario that happened to her without the understanding that her walls weren't working. Walls come across in hurtful scenarios such as this, where we feel we need to shield ourselves, but unfortunately, we still feel the pain as walls simply divide, they don't remove. Boundaries leave you making hard decisions for a forever freedom. Boundaries are also for you and no one else. So in order to create solid boundaries, who do you think needs to hear about it? The world or yourself? Trust me, there's this beautiful science that goes around called energy and intention. Firstly, by letting yourself understand and know who you clearly are, your brain will associate a standard with that. And it will simply give you a clear vision of what doesn't match it. If you believe in positive attitudes and supporting those who do good things in life, it's highly unlikely you would gravitate to keeping a negative Nancy in your life. Am I right? Why? Because you have established a boundary that clearly defines who you are and what you deserve and need in your life to survive as the human you believe you are. By doing so, your brain automatically takes the memo and works accordingly. Let me give you a quick step-by-step on how to create solid boundaries because I really do care that this message serves you and it finds you in the right place. I want you to be extremely clear and concise so you can start to live a little bit more freely and instead of bearing the the, the pain and the weights that all come along with some of those hurt feelings, I want you to be able to remove the walls and remove your own hurt and self-isolation that we tend to fall into by, well, default at the end of the day. Step one is we first have to find our pain. What is something that irks you? You know, the thing that gets the hairs up on your back or just curls your shoulders or just rubs you the wrong way. What are those things that naturally just give your arm a twist for a second? Do you have people in your life that don't serve you? I mean, I want you to really think about some of these things. Really assess why you feel certain ways when you have certain interactions with people. Really get sensitive to your inside vibes as you process different areas in your life. Knowing what essentially pisses you off or annoys you. These are key little tugs or reminders or notes from the universe that are telling you that something is not jiving here. Something's not working. And since we can't clear what happens on the outside, when we start working on the inside, that's going to have an adjustment and, and and a master effect on what happens in our outside universe. This is the first step to really getting to know who you are. So in order to create a boundary, you have to know who you are because this is your boundary. You can't possibly create a boundary that suits yourself if you don't know who you are. And secondly, to go deeper into that, you want to define why is this your pet peeve? Why does this thing piss you off? There are many reasons why you don't like your job or why you don't like going to work. It could be the people that you're around. Um, Maybe you enjoy a little bit more camaraderie. It could be the income as you have desires to lead a life that looks a lot different than where you are right now or what it's, you know, kind of mapped out to be. Assess why this pain is actually causing you pain. This is the deep point. This is the the real inner work that takes just actually a few seconds of being silent and thinking and assessing. This will be where you find some of your core values, actually, and what it is that you actually desire and want to incorporate into your life. And thirdly, set your boundaries. Okay, so I know that sounds so simple as I'm, you know, even just verbalizing this into the audio right now just set your boundaries and it really is a simple process you just maybe have never done it before and what I love to do that's just a great way to process things that I love things that I allow who I am my values and what is allowed in and what's not allowed in is a great sense of understanding can come through journaling or a simple, peaceful walk and conversation with yourself outside, you know, um, just, just having a deep understanding for who you are. It's having those peaceful moments where you really have that deep inner connection with yourself, define what brings you joy and how to manage the things that are not so desired. For example, If you desire real connections and friendships that show valuable people that don't hurt you or make you feel like shit, it's time to assess why you hold on to that friendship. I mean, I've heard all sorts of stories. I've heard, yeah, but what about family or parents? Because you can't just disconnect with them. You know, um, you, you can't just let family go. Is it different there? Well, listen, girl, I got you. I mean, I, I came from there. But the thing is, is you, you simply, you don't have to delete. You just have to kind of remove the amount of time that you have access with them. Or let's turn that around for a second. Remove the amount of time they have access to your essence. See how I worded that? I was very specific on that. Because firstly, you need to reevaluate your value and see yourself as giving the gift of your time that simply can't be wasted to time wasters. If you believe you are good and as a whole, just a well-rounded, wonderful person and don't deserve the pain, then stop asking yourself why it's happening to you all the time and start managing what is happening to you place that personal assistant in the forefront. Just pretend. She's there, she's working for you. What would an assistant do for you if you were sitting in your office? I want you to visualize that for yourself. If you're in an office and you have an assistant for you and they basically run your schedule, they call your people, they take care of those things, but then they also run appointments for you, right? So I want you to take that personal assistant that, you know, it's just, it's just a a foggy little side note that someone is sitting in your brain, and she's your personal assistant in the forefront to to make sure that she knows who can come in and who has to reschedule. Part of your boundary making will simply be getting your priorities straight and who's number one. I'm sorry, that wasn't loud enough. Can you tell me who is number one? <laughs> For the peanut gallery, let's hear it. Who is number one in your life? You got to start acting like it. And you know, you'll always hear this for every step-by-step process in life. And this can be the hardest part. You know, we sit here and we have conversations with each other. I'm sitting here with you and we're talking about the things and we know, we know what we need to do. But that very last step is... The most important step because nothing is going to happen if you don't do it, and that is take action. Whether it's to remove connection to an old friend off Facebook, and if you're scared to take that huge leap, then just unsubscribe so you don't have to see them on your news flash daily every day. Just small things, move away from, you know, maybe move away from home to limit your toxic family time. Start searching for a job that connects you with personality and beliefs, you name it, but you need to know what it is that you love. Start being you, but first you have to know you. So you need to do the process. You need to think through those first three steps, but then you actually have to do them and place them into your universe and your community. Put those signs up so people know what what you love and what you honor And what you have opened doors for and what you have closed doors for. As they say, you know, the the truth, honestly, it will set you free and you need to know your truth. I'm all about the free life. Get to it. It's time to live your truth. You know, when we come to this end of this conversation, you know, it's way easier said than done. And I just want to have complete transparency and honesty with you that... Communication has always been my biggest challenge. I've always known who I am and what my boundaries are and the things I love, but communication's always been my biggest challenge. And so I'm continually working on that every day. But understanding who you are is the key to creating a boundary that sets you free. And I want you to think of the last time that you had the most valuable conversation with somebody that something was not on your side. It wasn't valuing you. It wasn't working for you. It wasn't jiving with you, what was happening between the two of you. And when you had that very humble, open, honest conversation with somebody, you felt so invigorated. You felt so free. You you just felt great, just all around great. And that is what boundaries are really about. They're about... Bringing you back to really understanding who you are, being silent enough to really sit with yourself and know what it is that you love and not love. Don't let all the little voices pop in because that's what's going to happen as we sit there and all of a sudden we start thinking about, well, what is so-and-so going to think because I'm not friends with them anymore or I defriended. You know, there's such this scenario around defriending people and it really doesn't mean anything. You have to really protect your environment and see that the temple that you carry is a presence that people actually have the the pleasure and honor to be around and when you see yourself in that scenario and you really see that that is when boundaries are set with beautiful intentions they're very graceful they're very beautiful they're they're excellent communicators to the people that are stepping into our force field so Enjoy that process of getting to know yourself a little bit deeper and just really be humble and happy with sharing that with the people in your community. So listen, I really enjoyed spending these moments with you today and I hope you did too. My gratitude is through the roof. But in order for us to make even more magic in this world, we've got to spend more time together. Make it your focus to connect consistently so you can continue to gain and change up your days to come. Secondly, we are a direct result of who we hang around with. And now you're in the world of becoming better. By sharing this episode, you are making an impact in someone's life. And frankly, we're just better together. And don't forget to tag me so I can send some love and shoutouts back, my friend. Until next time, this is your host, Steph on Be Bold. If this podcast topic sparked a question and you want some clarity, or maybe you're inspired to level up and you're interested in working with me, dive onto the link below in the show notes and select your 20-minute free call with me today and let's make it happen.